It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories. That seems to me like government is establishing a religion. The latest in politics and world affairs. If you give people rights, women's rights, gay rights, whatever, there can't be equal rights if there's special rights. Today's current opinions and ideas. Surveys show that that people still really prefer freedom versus force. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed. Let's have a conversation and welcome to the Kim Munson Show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured, valued. You have purpose. Today, strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. The real estate market is uh, very tight My friends, tight you were right made now. for this That's moment. Wh- and thank you to the team that I get to work with. That's producer Steve, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Jen, Echo, and uh, the whole team here at Crawford Broadcasting. You're excited to say something about uh, Karen Levine this morning, huh? <laughs> Stupid automation. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was going to be, it would be great to highlight Karen Levine. So that's well, good. there's supposed to be a pause command there, and there wasn't. And uh, <laughs> I didn't, I was so busy fading down the music, I didn't see what was coming next. So, oh, Steve, it's live radio. So, hey, it's election day. You had had this countdown, um, gosh, what, 200 and some days, and here we are. Can you believe it? Yeah, I think I started that thing with 260 some days left so no need to ask what how many days left it's it's here it is here and uh, i i hope that this is um is good luck and uh, as i was pulling out a, a cup out of the the cupboard here at the studio uh, the one that i pulled out today is a great day is what it says on there and uh, i surely hope so i hope that we have uh, Republicans very successful because uh, our country is under attack from uh, the inside right now, Steve. It sure is, because uh, I've said many times here from this microphone, I took an oath way back when uh, defending the constitutions against enemies, both foreign and domestic. And as a 19-year-old, I thought, well, what domestic yeah, what could enemies be? do we have? Right. Boy, did I learn, learn a lot in fifty years. Well, nobody ever would have dreamed it. You know, this is just. Uh, but it's been a long march to get here. But we'll you know, continue. And on. you talk about other science. Over the weekend, they were telling us about this um, eclipse that was mm-hmm. coming tonight or right. this morning. And, and if it wasn't overcast now, we might be seeing it or partially seeing it. But a red moon, a blood moon. I thought, hmm. Can we make a connection there to what's so, going on today? Today is a great day. I, I really think that if we have free, fair, honest, and transparent elections, it will be a, a red wave for sure. But uh, <laughs> uh, the election manipulation that has been occurring for in, in the, probably since since people started to, to ever vote, there's always been that uh, that that component of it. But uh, I really, I mean, here in Colorado, not cleaning up our mail, our our, um, our voter rolls is just beyond belief. And then you you saw a headline in Arizona, right, uh, regarding uh, their one county wants to do a hand a hand count and somebody sued to not have that happen. Can you believe that? I'm staring at the headline right now. Arizona County official sued for his plan to hand count 40,000 ballots instead of using machines. Now, in my mind. Why? You got somebody stepping up to the plate who wants to hand count? Let them go for it. 
Well, but here in Colorado, between this legislature and Jenner Griswold, uh, it's almost impossible to get a hand recount here. <laughs> and you've got to ask the question. One Why? Word. Why? Why, for sure. Uh, because uh, it seems like everybody would want free, fair, honest, and transparent elections unless you were trying to manipulate the, the election, right? So let's continue on. Check out my website, KimMunson.com. That's M-O-N-S-O-N.com. And uh, you can check out my voter's guide. Today is election day. And uh, so you can check that out on all of the uh, statewide issues as well as some of the local issues. And that is at KimMunson.com. You can uh, sign up for our weekly email newsletter there, which I'd highly recommend so that you get get a first look at our upcoming guests and our uh, um, most recent podcast. I think I'm going to move the podcast thing around a little bit because we just haven't had time to do that. And then uh, also our most recent essays. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to Uh, force people to do it. My friends, it's never compassionate to take other people's rights, property, freedom, livelihood, opportunity, or lives via force. That could be with a weapon, policy, unpredictable and excessive taxation, fear, coercion, government-induced inflation, the World Economic Forum, Davos, globalist elites, agenda, the 87,000 IRS agents authorized in the Economy Reduction Act. I'm going to add one for today. Or election manipulation. I'm thinking, listening to you go through that list, and I'm thinking, that's kind of, we evolved that list, so we just add to it. Now let's go back and look at that list and say, which is the worst one of those? And I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure which one will be at the top. I mean, you know, my favorite thing is taxation, but some of them, Mm -hmm. nefarious Mm-hmm. Yuck. Yeah, my, uh, you know, my concern is is regarding all these property tax increases that they're going, the people are going to get priced out of their homes. Oh, and that it reminds me. I'm, I'll have to pull that up here. I got an email back from the uh, Douglas County School District, and um, I gotta find that number, but I just need to make sure. I'm going to throw it out here, and then I'm going to confirm it that with all pay, with payroll. Um, the complete amount of payroll with para and medical and all that is 38%. Can you believe that? 38% of payroll for your school district. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, I said something yesterday that I probably shouldn't have said, so I'm going to be a little bit more uh, <clears throat> reserved here. <laughs> okay. And yet, we're, we're going to sit that number, you know, and you come back, you confirm it. But whatever that number is, you say you had the audacity, and and it kind of came out last week in that one interview. It's like, I don't really, and I'm paraphrasing, but the fact that property owners, property taxes were going to go up did not concern this person. Yeah. Okay, hold on here. Now I'm trying to find it on my phone, but... Uh let me just, uh, benefits in the general fund are 38% of salaries. This includes PARA at 21% and Medicare at 1.45%. It also includes our op- uh, optional medical, dental, and vision plan. The cost of these per employee, of course, depends on what plan they select and for who. For our overall population, benefits are 38% of salaries. There is, how, how would a private business be able to to hire people. This is unbelievable. Uh, No wonder the teachers' unions 
are uh, all over these elections. So, my friends, I would say that uh, the big elephant in the room is is uh, uh, these benefits instead of um, and just think about raising taxes on on people to pay this. We need to we need to address this, Steve. Are they doing anything for cost containment when it comes to personnel? I, I uh, well, uh, <laughs> did I do it again? Uh, in my in my essay, I noted that uh, enrollment had been flat, but administration costs had gone up twenty four percent. So, just do the math. What do you think? So, okay. Anyway, let's continue on. Uh, but check out my my voters guide, and uh, hopefully that is a good tool. I know a lot of you have checked that out. Hey, I'm so excited about uh, America's Veteran Stories this weekend. It is with World War II veteran uh, Iwo Jima, Battle of Iwo Jima Marine Al Jennings, and it is a great interview. I've uh, I've wanted to interview Al for quite some time, and he's been reticent, and he finally said yes. So I'm very excited about that that interview there. So. Let's see. Well, I think I have to go to a headline before I go to quote of the day. And uh, the headline is this. It says, um, uh, don't lick the toads to get high, National Park Service warns. So apparently there's been people that have been licking toads in our national parks, and uh, many of them are poisonous. And so the National Park Service says, don't do that. Did you ever think we'd have to have the National Park Service tell us not to do that? Maybe we should go back and read through the magic mushroom thing to see that there's not a, a, <laughs> something in there about toads. <laughs> That's true. That'll be on the ballot next year. But uh, So I went to Kermit the Frog for our quote. Awesome. And, and this was uh, this, it's this, al- this is almost like a Yogi Berra. Source, source of great wisdom. Let, yes, let's, let's hear it. Kermit the Frog, if life were easy, it wouldn't be difficult. Who can debate that? <laughs> uh, true that, for sure. Uh, so let's see. And the other headline that I wanted to go to is uh, Eat Chef Boyardee. The midterm summed up by top Democrats' clueless inflation comment, critics say. And this is um, was reported by MSN. And uh, I just it's really the equivalent of let them eat cake. It says um, the five takes on Democrat... Chairman Representative Sean Patrick Maloney's remark in a recent interview. It says the whole of the 2022 midterm election cycle can be summed up by one controversial sentiment expressed this weekend by a top House Democrat who runs that caucus's campaign arm. Dana Perino said on The Five, New York Congressman Sean Patrick Maloney, a Democrat from Putnam County running in a redrawn district that now includes Rockland County, where his Republican opponent sits in the state assembly, made waves when he suggested families eat Chef Boyardee canned pasta during a discussion on inflation. He said, I grew up in a family where if the gas price went up, the food price went down. So by this time of the week, we'd be eating Chef Boyardee if that budget wasn't going to change. So that's what families have to do, he said during an interview with Westchester's Halston Media. May I just uh, mention that in America, we are sitting on amazing uh, oil and gas reserves. And we're not drilling for them because of public policy of this Democrat administration. And so because of their policies, our reliable, efficient, affordable, and abundant energy is that we're not able to get to it. And then Biden has gone over on his overseas 
uh, tours to enemies and those that are not that friendly to us begging for oil and gas. And this is what they say is their response to inflation. I guess, you know what, I guess maybe we should all buy, whoever owns Chef Boyardee, I guess we should be buying their stock. You will always find a silver lining. But <laughs> the phrase, let him eat cake, has never been associated with compassion. It's quite the opposite. And elitism. You know, Marie, Marie Antoinette was the mm-hmm. one who made that statement. And, you know, this is right next to it. It is. It's right next to it. And so today is such an important day uh, regarding this election and vote. And uh, I did want to address one thing uh, yesterday. I, I dropped uh, ballots off this morning. I actually, I was, I, I dropped off four ballots, my neighbors and my friend of mine and mine. And yesterday I decided that I was going to vote straight Republican. I struggled with uh, pulling the lever for um, Joe O'Day. And I also struggled pulling the lever for uh, Pam Anderson. Uh, I did it. Because um, my hope is, is is that we can influence them if they are elected. Uh, Joe O'Day has been, and his, his daughter's been out, I guess, on the airwaves. I don't watch much TV, saying that he uh, uh, supports abortion up to a certain time. And my hope would be that, that we could encourage him to come to stand for life. And the fact that he's adopted and that his mother chose life... Uh, gosh, if she hadn't, he wouldn't be here running for U.S. Senate. So my hope is, is that we can influence that. Um, I did have a listener that, that reached out, and I need to reach out to him. He said he's been a longtime listener, and he's so disappointed in me um, voting for I'm uh, Joe O'Day. Um, and I, I understand that. I want to reach out to him and say the reason I did it is is my hope is is that we can influence him. And also it's important that we can then, uh, if we take back the Senate and take back Congress, you know, we have these committee appointments and all. So, so uh, we're going to have more conversations and we're going to be watching everything like a hawk after this election. Uh, we're going to go to break. When we come back, Heidi Ganahl is the GOP gubernatorial candidate. She's been working really, really hard. And she reached out and wanted to get on the show. So I'm excited to have her in the next segment. And um, before we do that, though, show comes to you because of all of your support. We're an independent voice and also because of these great sponsors. And I highly recommend each and every one of them. And Hooters Restaurants has been a great sponsor of the sh- both shows for quite some time. And uh, it's an interesting story. Uh, you can find out about it. It's about freedom and capitalism and free markets. But uh, they have all kinds of specials Monday through Friday for both lunch and happy hour. Great place to get together with friends. And uh, the girls are coming over tomorrow night, so I will be ordering on Wednesdays. They have their buy 20 wings and get an additional 10 for free. And uh, so I'll be getting that for the girls. So let's go to break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Heidi Ganahl. The Metro home ownership real estate market is very tight right now. That's why Kim Munson recommends you have seasoned REMAX realtor Karen Levine on your side of the table. Karen Levine will help you navigate through the many details of your home buying experience so that you can successfully pursue your American dream. Because Karen Levine cares about property rights for each individual, she volunteers hundreds of hours to represent home ownership opportunities at the local, county, state, and national levels. If you are considering buying or selling your home, call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516. Again, that's 303-877-7516. 
And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And it is here, Election Day. And pleased to have on the line with me Heidi Ganahl. She is the uh, Republican candidate for Governor Heidi Ganahl. Welcome to the show. Well, good morning, Kim. It's an exciting day today. <laughs> it's here, Heidi. I know you have been working very, very hard. And uh, I, I uh, thank you and your family for stepping forward and uh, running for office here. It is a, it is a, a lot of work. And I, I, I've just, uh, I, I don't think you've probably slept in 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just talking to your producer that we, I've been up since, what, three o'clock this morning going, okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> what else can I do? <laughs> oh, gosh. So, so what do you think? How, how, what does it look like? Well, on the ground, it feels great. The energy is super high. The enthusiasm's well, I mean, well exceeds in the past. But here's what has to happen. We have to turn out big. And I know a lot of people are waiting till today to turn in their ballots. But the Democrats have not shown up very, very much yet. So we need to show up big. If we show up big, then we can win this thing. So the numbers are tight. The polling is tight. It's just going to take a little nudge for everyone to work together, stay united, and get across the finish line tonight. Well, and somebody, I can't remember, I think it was a candidate that was in, they said we need to run through the tape on this. And uh, that is uh, for sure. I uh, dropped off my ballot this morning and then I had some neighbors and friends that were out of town. I'm not a mule, but I did uh, I did put four ballots in the uh, in the ballot box today. So uh, I think it's going to be a big day. And typically Democrats, well, Democrats in person, Democrats, the people don't uh, wait until the last minute. So uh, the strategy, I think I think there's going to be a whole bunch of people that vote today, Heidi. I do, too. And, you know, um, Jared Polis has pulled out all the stops. Him and his dark groups have spent over twenty eight million dollars in the last couple months on TV ads, flyers, anything they can to rain, rain negative messages on everyone. But here's what hasn't happened. They haven't been on the ground. We haven't seen door knockers. We haven't seen people showing up at rallies. There's very little enthusiasm and very little work being done at the grassroots level. So that's good for us. And then also we've got suburban women switching to Republican across the country, Hispanics switching to Republicans across the country. And then, of course, we've got the mad moms showing up to vote as well. Uh, and uh, that has been an elusive group for Republicans, has been the suburban woman. But uh, after COVID, I think the silver lining on the in that cloud is that uh, moms and dads uh, all of a sudden realized what was happening to their kids at, you know, with their, regarding their education. And, oh, my gosh, you make a mom mad and uh, Mama Bear comes out for sure. And uh, you've got a lot of support in that arena, Heidi. Well, thanks, Kim. You know, Jared Polis tried to use that quip in a debate at the end of the debate, called me a mad mom and said he was a happy dad. And it, things just lit up. It really changed the campaign at that point and, and just put jet fuel behind us. 
and a lot of moms are like, you know what? That showed me his arrogance. It showed me how little he understands about what our kids are facing. They are in a mental health crisis right now. I mean, I know uh, we've had a dear friend who just lost their son to suicide, and that happens every day. I hear a story. We have one of the highest suicide rates in the country for kids, one of the highest drug addiction rates for kids in the country, and 60% of our kids can't read, write, or do math at grade level. Our schools are failing. Can, can you believe that, Heidi? And and if you can't read by third grade, it, it can change the outcomes of your life. And um, we need to be addressing that for sure. Um, what would you say regarding crime? Uh, and I will just mention, Heidi, uh, I live in the South Metro area. And uh, within the last week or so, there have been three or four businesses that I've gone to with the wood on their, their door, their glass door, which means somebody tried to break in. Yeah, crime is out of control. And it, it goes back to a couple bad policies that Jared Polis and the Democrats passed very soft on crime, catch and release policies that don't keep people in jail. That's why we have the fourth highest recidivism rate in the country. So repeat offenders are doing most of the crime. We're number one in auto theft, number one in bank robberies, number one in porch pirates. And to add insult to injury on that one, they put in that 27 cent delivery fee. Can you believe it? So you get 27 cent charge when they deliver, then the package gets stolen, then you pay a 27 cent fee again. It's all just crazy right now. But with some common sense leadership and undoing a lot of what they've done, we can get back on track. You know what I have found so intriguing is that uh, Polis has tried to paint himself as a libertarian to appeal to the millennial crowd. And when we go back and look at what happened during COVID and what um, his agencies and his bureaucracies did, and these are his appointees, did to everyday people. He is nothing. He's not a libertarian whatsoever, and people need to remember that. He's not at all. In fact, he's grown the size of government by almost 25% since he came into office. He's added 4,000 full-time employees into the agencies. He shut down our schools our kids out of sports, our churches, and kept pot shops open. He is anything but a libertarian. And the heavy hand of Jared Polis has made it so much harder to live, work, and raise a family here. It's not the Colorado we all grew up with. That's what we all want back is just freedom. We want to be able to live our lives and trust, be trusted to make good decisions on our own. Absolutely. Okay, Heidi, when elected, day one, what are you going to do? I am going to undo about 500 executive orders that Jared Polis has put in place, most of them public health related. We are still under an executive order that's an emergency or emergency executive order around public health because of COVID, which is silly. We don't need to be doing that right now. Um, Also, I'd like to replace as many people on the boards and commissions, the 300 boards and commissions across the state. Um, He does his dirty work through his boards, his commissions, his bureaucrats. So those are the first couple things I would do. That's great. Do you think this is the other thing? Um, because, you know, I was on city council 2012 to 2016. Uh, I think we need to start to reduce the number of these boards and commissions because many times politicians will hide behind those boards and commissions when they're making decisions that, that I think are not, uh, not good for the people. So do you think we can walk those back as well, Heidi? I would love to do that. I think we're going to have to look at statute and figure out how we can reduce those. But I totally agree. And you know what's interesting? He does that with the parole board. So he appoints the parole board, and then they're letting criminals out of jail, like dangerous criminals. 
far before their sentence is up, and he blames the parole board, or he blamed his public health directors during mm-hmm. COVID. You know, it's not my fault. I'm not doing this. I'm Mr. Freedom. He has the ability to appoint and fire those people. He has the ability to direct those people. So he does that all the time, smoke and mirrors. Also with the Oil and Gas Commission, oh, I am all about producing you know, energy here in Colorado. Well, that's a bunch of baloney. He is the one that pointed the Oil and Gas Commission, which doesn't include anyone from Weld County, which is crazy. And we produce the cleanest energy on the planet right here. We have the strictest regulations, and he's still holding up permits, and he's made it very, very difficult by going against the will of the people with the setbacks, too. Well, and what I find so amazing, I don't know if you heard that we uh, in the first segment, but um, one of the uh, Democrat uh, leaders uh, was asked about inflation, and he basically said, well, then people are going to have to uh, eat Chef Boyardee. And it's the equivalent of let them eat cake. Yes, if you can believe it. I'll I'll try to get that. uh, I had it here just a second ago, and then uh, I lost it, but uh, who it was exactly. But, uh, yeah, it was on, uh, they were talking about it on the five uh, yesterday, I guess. So, yeah, just that attitude. And don't you think things have switched from, uh, so for so many years, people were told the Democrat Party was the party of the working people. But we now see that it is the party of the elites, particularly with a, a comment like this of let them eat Chef Boyardee or let them eat cake. Uh, it's the equivalent of that. Uh, and uh, I think that people have, have, have realized that this Democrat Party is not the Democrat Party of JFK. No, especially Jared Polis. He's very smug and arrogant and doesn't want to connect with the people, the people of Colorado. As I've walked, um, you know, all 64 counties across the state, people just want to be heard. They want to be respected. And that's not happening right now. They want a governor of the people that will represent them and their desires and not just follow what Gavin Newsom does in California or Joe Biden asks them to so they can run for president in a couple of years. Yes, and uh, Polis has a lot at stake with this election, and I've been convinced that he's going to pull out all stops on this because if defeated, uh, that would really tarnish his his uh, goal of trying to run for president. And so you are what stands between him and that, from what I can see, Heidi. That's what I told Ben Shapiro yesterday on a podcast, um, that you know if people want to stop him from running for president, which he is, and he's one of the Democrat darlings, then we need to do it now, today. And Kim, it's so, so important that everyone in our party unites today. I know we have our differences, and it's been a, it's been a crazy ride the last year to mm-hmm. get here. But today is the day we unite and go up against the true enemy, which is Jared Polis, and create a brighter future for our kids. Let's go for our kids' future, our grandkids' future, and make sure that we work out our differences. You know, after that election, after this election tonight, I will absolutely meet with anyone and try and bring us together even closer. But today, it's about unity to defeat Jared Polis. Well, and I I agree with you, Heidi, and it's been a journey for me to get to that point with some of these candidates uh, because, well, it just has been. But uh, I have voted straight Republican, and I I then... um, we can't just vote now and then not pay attention. That's how we've gotten ourselves into this spot. And so we need to stay engaged with these candidates when they be- become. And I'm no, no longer, I no longer call the people that we elect elected officials. They're elected representatives, and they're supposed mm-hmm. to represent the people. And I think we have to really, we have to do, you know, work on that narrative, that language, uh, because the left has been so 
so effective on that. So, Heidi, I, I will say, and then I'll give you the last word, that moderate Democrats, centrist Democrats, if you, as you've looked at what's happened to our country, uh, Republicans and libertarians and unaffiliateds and conservatives, we must come together and we must reclaim our country. Heidi Ganahl, um give you the last word here. Well, thanks, Kim. And, you know, accountability is so important. I agree with you. And Danny and I have made a commitment to do a press conference once a month. We're going to have a simple dashboard with metrics to follow the promises that we've made. And the people of Colorado will hold us accountable. I totally agree on that front. And I want to do a good job for the people. I don't have other aspirations. I just want to fix our state. I'm a mom who cares deeply about Colorado, a business owner, and I'm going to roll up my sleeves and get to work. So thank you for having me on. Thank you for your support throughout this race. And I just, I feel so good about tonight. I think we're going to pull off a big upset and bring Colorado back. Well, Heidi Ganahl, thank you to you and your family for stepping forward. And thank you. You have worked so hard. And uh, I really appreciate that. So you're, you're all in. I can see it. You're all in. And uh, thank you for doing that, Heidi. Thanks, Kim. Have a great day. We'll okay. See you on the other side. You too. Congratulations. Okay. Thanks so much. Uh, so we're going to go to break. And when we come back, uh, Matt Dark has uh, a new show on KLZ 560. It's on at 9 o'clock, 9 to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday. And uh, I'm sure he's on fire since it is Election Day. So we're going to go to break. And we'll be right back with Matt Dark. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as the priority, and Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all of the benefits that come with a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. Three Points Financial is a fiduciary financial planning company focused on helping individuals and families. Mary Alpers and Steve Cruz at Three Points Financial specialize in investment strategies, tax planning and preparation, and retirement planning with no product sales or commissions. Tax laws have changed and will continue to change. Inflation is real. Three Points Financial helps you maneuver through these changes to achieve your financial success. For clarity and a solid, relevant financial and investment plan while working with a company that puts your interests at the forefront, schedule a no-obligation initial consultation at threepointsfinancial.com. That's threepointsfinancial.com. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And uh, um, be sure. And any last minute voters, I've got my voters guide at Kim dot com. And we have all of our recommendations that you can uh, just download if you want that. Uh, or if you want the complete analysis, just put in your name and your email address and you'll receive the links for that as well. On the line with me is Matt Dark. He is uh, with Roots Medical, which is a great sponsor of the show. And that's R-O-O-T-S, Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health. And uh, he's also the host of a, a new show here on KLZ 560, The Matt Dark Show, which is on Monday through Wednesday, uh, at 9 to 10 a.m. Matt Dark, welcome to the show. 
Thank you, Kim. Wonderful. guess I was enjoying Heidi Ganahl this morning. The only thing I would say is when she says we're going to pull off an upset, I'm sitting here thinking, what is in an upset when you're talking about fighting for things like children and individual freedoms yeah. and health freedoms? And What is an upset about that? Because that's actually what everybody's craving. And so I'm still blown away by saying, geez, if everything goes right, Republicans go what are you going up against? You're going against some of the most barbaric stuff. Oppression and abortion are two of the most cruel things to run on, and they are loudly running with that here. This so I'm so excited for the state of Colorado. I'm so excited for this country today to really rise up. Now, Kim, let me say this about Roots Medical, R-O-O-T-S, medical.net. Now, here's what the messaging that I really, really want to get to people is that if you have a child under 18, so they're seeing a pediatrician, pediatrics right now, and that pediatrician has not fully declared to you, I would never give that shot to your child. I, I would never even consider masking your child. If that pediatrician has not given you that affirmation, or if they have actually given the vaccine to a child, I want you to fire that pediatrician today. I want you to walk away from that place today because it is now known that the vaccine, right now as we sit today, Kim, the vaccine is more dangerous than the virus. That is fact, not fiction. So anybody parading around as a healthcare provider, pretending to say, do this for grandma, protect this society, but you're killing children, you're making children sterile, and a doctor that won't rise up and say exactly that such, should be fired on the spot, Kim, and that's what we're encouraging all of them. Roots Medical can take on all of those needs. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom can help you with those needs. But a doctor that would mask your child, a doctor that would vaccinate your child is to be fired on the spot. I want to be very clear, Kim, when I say that messaging. Well, and uh, Roots Medical has a pediatrician uh, with the practice now, which is great. So you you have the complete yes. the complete uh, services there, which is really great. Correct. Matt, speaking of that, it seems like every day when I open up my computer and go to the web, you know, you get all these different news stories. It seems every day there are young, middle-aged people that are dying. And I go down and try to find cause of death, and it's difficult. But it just, it seems like there's an uptick on this. Is there? Or tell me. Yes, yes, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, Young people are dying. Right now, people 55 years old, Hugh McKean, who a Republican minority leader who passed away just weeks ago from a heart attack at 55, you're actually seeing life expectancy shorten, right, uh, as the vaccine hits society. For the vaccinated, 32 is the new 90, meaning you could drop dead any moment. And that's the disgrace right now, is we're not calling that the poison that it is, the fentanyl that it is. It's actually government-sponsored toxicity that they don't know how each body's going to react. Our stats are really comfortable. When you look at all the potential injuries out there, one in six persons will have an adverse effect from COVID-19, Chinese-19 vaccination. Childs, children, do not have heart attacks. Healthy teens do not have spontaneous blood clots. I'm sorry. There is no such thing as sudden adult death syndrome. But when the vaccine came out and you introduced something to the immune system that it has never seen before and it completely whacked it out, you do have consequences. And we're seeing them right now in the form of the young people. I was just saying yesterday, we had a, we had a, we had a guest in, and I'm thinking about children right now in school. 
And as they go through first grade, second grade, fifth grade, and on, they're going to start to see peers drop off. They're going to start to see peers disappear. You won't maybe know the friends that you had in second or third grade. Not because they moved away. It's because they're dead. It's because they become disabled. I am telling the American people right now, your children cannot withstand one or two of these babies for their entire you know, young adulthood. It's just not going to happen. And so people must wise up, rise up, get the information that they have to have that when the government puts toxic sauce in the system, and now you can see clear as day that there's consequences, you stop. I've asked everybody on our show, Kim, we're going for say no for 90. I am asking all citizens that if you've been vaccinated, if you've considered vaccination, that you pause that for 90 days. Now, if you get COVID-19, Chinese-19 infection during that time, I want you to call and get early treatment. I want you to get safe early treatment, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, the protocols on the flccc.net. I want you to enjoy those in a fast recovery before you potentially deem yourself to a life of chronic illness, fact, not fiction. That's the reality, and that can be somewhat hard to say sometimes. The truth hurts. We've got to say the truth, though, when it matters to lives, Kim. Well, absolutely. And just, um, um, you mentioned Hugh McKean, who did die from a heart attack. Uh, Don't know for sure, you know, how how that's connected. But it's, there's a lot of people that are falling over from heart attacks. And uh, it seems like a lot more than I remember. I I just wanted to mention, so we had Heidi Canal on earlier. And here, uh, Jared Polis has uh, attempted to act more like a uh, libertarian. That's what he said. Says. But um, uh, Patty put this together. We've had this on the outline for quite some time. She said uh, a lot of people have a short memory, and that's what Polis is hoping. But uh, she said, remember all the highway signs during uh, when COVID first started. Uh, remember the dad that was in the park with the family and was arrested. Remember the mask yeah. mandates. Uh, remember he did an executive order that mandated all businesses reduce person yeah. in-person workforce by 50%. And, of course, the essential or yeah. non-essential businesses. Alcohol stores were open. Churches were closed. Um, yes. uh, landlords had limited ability to evict a tenant. Uh, many, many people were paid to stay home and not work. Elective surgeries were canceled. Um, and, and then Heidi mentioned it, and I think it was October 14th, he just extended that executive order that he put in two and a half years ago that's supposed to only be for 30 days. And I bet you yeah. if, he, if, if he were in office uh, this uh, middle of November, he'd extend it again. So that's why it's really important to oh. vote for Heidi Ganahl. Let me say one, two things right there. Number one, when Jared Polis describes himself as a dad, ordinary guy, it makes me want to puke. I lose my lunch. <laughs> I, it's so filthy coming out of his mouth, okay? I want nothing to do with it. Number two, Jared Polis is actually the worst kind because what he does is get out there and smile like he's everybody's best friend. And then behind the scenes, his boards, his agencies, they're doing all this dirty work right. for him. And I'll tell the people of Colorado, right now what Jared Polis is responsible for is your medical records. If you received early treatment for COVID-19, Wuhan-19, then your medical records are now subject or most likely already been called in for by the state. They're investigators because why? Jared Polis has allowed a witch hunt to go on throughout healthcare so that they can find doctors that dare stood up prescribed early treatment, saved lives. And if you mention anything about, about the vaccine, oh my gosh, they're really coming. So Jared Polis is actually the one who has his finger on all that, could stop it all day right now, chooses not to. A wolf in sheep's clothes, folks, is the worst. It's easy to rally around a 
a, Meg, a Gretchen Whitmer and some of these filthy governors that have been out there and just screaming top of their lungs, close it down, stay indoors, mask your children, mask all that noise. They were loud. And it's easy to look at that woman and say, she's a witch. She's nasty. Get her out. Jared Polis wants to play the game of I'm everybody's buddy. Let's go. Why are you guys mad at me? That's sickening, folks. And you can make a difference today. You walk that ballot in there. You cast your vote. You say a prayer and you leave. And we can make a difference today. I'm so excited for the state of Colorado to get a fresh start. The first time at redemption, not since November 2020, Tim, it's really January 5th. It's really January 5th when the red state of Georgia magically, nobody was watching, flipped blue and gave us two senators. I would argue the reason we are in this position today is because of what happened on January 5th. Nobody talks about January 5th. Why? We had the charade of January 6th. Redemption comes today. I just wanted to mention something, Matt, before we go to break. And since I'm a girl, I can do that. You're a boy. I'm not sure you can comment on this. But feminism, when uh, Gloria Steinem and all of them were so active, they were saying to women, you know, burn your bra and uh, men just want to keep you pregnant and uh, just use you as a baby maker. Fast forward to Jared Polis and uh, his... um, significant other, uh, a man, that they have two children. How did they get two children? Well, guess what? They used women to be baby makers. And so we're seeing this whole feminist thing unravel, Matt Dark. And uh, so here we are now that men are just using women to be baby makers. And I just I wanted to make that point because, uh, yeah, feminism um, it, it, the the radical feminism was always about Marxism. It was never really about women. Uh, it was more about that agenda. Because, I mean, I think women, you, you know, should have the opportunity to work. And if they do a good job, they should be paid for their work. I've never liked this uh, equal pay thing. I, I've never liked affirmative action. None of that stuff. Because that looks at people as part of a group instead of the individual that they are. So uh, comment on that, Matt. We'll go to break, and then we'll come back with Matt Dark. Well, the Supreme Court's with you. They don't like affirmative action either. They don't understand how a diverse or magically saying woman, black, Mexican, whatever, makes the learning environment. You, you can't. It was a made-up myth, just like COVID and climate change and all these things. But you're right. Here we go. Um, in this world of multiple genders, uh, up to eight or nine in the LGBTQ land, we still got to go back to that woman, that icky, disgusting, I would never stay with you woman and take care of you. You can have a baby, though, for me and my homosexual partner, and we'll let you do that. It's disgusting. It's offensive. It ends today. November the 8th is the time you say, no more, women. Okay. So, Matt Dark, one thing about Matt Dark is you always know where he's coming from. So, And uh, be sure and check out the Matt Dark Show. (laughs) Exactly. And that is Monday through Wednesday, 9 to 10 a.m., right here on KLZ 560. It's great to have you as part of the Crawford team here, Matt Dark. Thank you. I love it. Okay. So we're going to... Yeah. One more segment. I've got a couple more things for the people when we come back, Kim. You tell me. Uh, but, I mean, just, I'm getting as a schoolboy, folks. I'm so excited for you. Okay. Well, let's go to break. Before we do that, though, uh, uh, would, uh, well, let's see. Friday is Veterans Day. 
And uh, we we need to stop and reflect, and we're also focused on today, but Friday is Veterans Day. And uh, do something for a veteran. And one of the things that I would recommend is to contribute to the USMC Memorial Foundation. They are raising money to remodel the Marine Memorial out at Six and Colfax. And it is, it's what Paula uh, Sarles and our team has planned. It's absolutely amazing. And to honor and remember and hear the stories of our veterans. That's one of the things that uh, they'll focus on out at the Marine uh, Memorial and the remodel. So it would be a very nice thing. Maybe instead of that expensive cup of coffee, go ahead and contribute at the USMC Memorial Foundation dot org in honor of our veterans. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back with Matt Dark. Inflation is rocking our boats, especially for individuals on fixed incomes. If you are 62 years or older, mortgage specialist with Polygon Financial Group, Lauren Levy, can help you navigate this inflation squeeze with a reverse mortgage. Additionally, if you are considering buying a new home, refinancing your existing home, or consolidating high interest debt, it's not too late to lock in an interest rate before interest rates increase again. Don't wait. Kim Munson recommends you call Lauren Levy today at 303-880-8881 for a no-cost consultation. That's Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. The ability to protect and defend yourself is your right. Having the knowledge and skills to protect yourself the correct and safe way is essential. At Franktown Firearms, they will equip you with both the tools and the skills. The team at Franktown wants you to learn how to build your confidence and improve your skills with the help of their trained experts. They will take the time to make sure you choose the right gun for you and teach you the necessary skills to carry it safely and securely. This holiday season, consider giving your loved one a firearm training course at Franktown Firearms. They offer one-on-one training or group classes depending on your comfort level and skill. You will find they are fully stocked with guns and ammunition at or below MSRP. You can be assured that you are providing a gift that will truly keep on giving and let your loved ones exercise their freedoms and rights safely and confidently. Visit klzradio.com slash franktown today to give the gift of freedom. That's klzradio.com slash franktown. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. And we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. On the line with me is Matt Dark. He is the host of the Matt Dark Show. You can hear him Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 9 to 10 a.m. right here on KLZ 560. Matt Dark, you said you had a couple of other thoughts you wanted to share with our listeners. Yes, I do. And as we go across this country, we saw what was top of mind for everybody as far as issues, abortion, the border, it was inflation. It was inflation all across the board in all these different states. That was the number one issue on voters' mind. And I want to just pause people right there. Uh, they've assumed or made the assumption that Republicans are the ones that can best handle the economy or best right this ship. And I think it needs to be a lesson. Number one, if that's what you truly believe, make sure you're paying attention to every moment, every election from this point forward if your money is that important. But, but I want to say maybe it's not the most important thing. Right now, if you said, hey, can you can have your pick, you're going to have high inflation, 
but we're going to have schools corrected. We're going to have mandates from the government. Those are going away. We're going to have a closed border in which it's a defend it like it's an invasion style. But we are going to have some high inflation. Would you take that or, I mean, would you take low inflation and yet you got to sign up for no restriction abortion, uh, open border, all that stuff? So, so I want people to get their minds right. Is It's not all about your pocketbook. Because the destruction that they're causing is not just financial. They're causing actual societal change. When they tell a little boy, if you're having a bad day, you can be a little girl. Yeah. You just come over to this room with us, and we do these icky things to you. See, that's the reality. Right. They don't have anything to do with money. Well, if you're worried about your money, be diligent, but also be conscious of the acts that are going on behind your, you know, you know, under your nose. Well, and, and to your point, first of all, we can get this, I mean, it's going to take some real work with all of the, the money that has been printed, but we can get this this uh, turned around, but it's going to take some work. I, I, man, I'm not sure if you heard the first segment, but as you know, I, uh, on my voter's guide, I um, recommend a no vote on the uh, two Douglas County School District questions. Correct. And... One of the big reasons was is because um, the new reassessment that will be coming down the pike here is without these tax increases uh, that we will be looking as property owners uh, at a 40 to 50 percent increase in our property taxes without these tax increases. And renters don't get off. And they think, oh, I don't own anything. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and vote for these. It does matter because they will see higher rents that will be reflected yes. in these higher these higher costs. But uh, anyway, it, it's been so interesting what has occurred with all this. And uh, so um, I, I uh, actually I was the one that submitted the against comments in the election guide. And two reporters did a Cora request to find out who it was. Well, I've been talking about it on the radio, but anyway, it was me. And then there was a couple of pieces that were put out by these uh, reporters that there was misinformation in my in my comments. And then uh, I, I saw that there was a rebuttal to my comments, which I then did an essay. This has been like a chess game. An essay, which is at, on my website, addressing all that. And then the Douglas County School Board president wanted to come on last week. But as I was watching the, uh, the um, video that was trying to rebut my arguments, they said something so interesting. And it was that para is cost 21% of payroll. We contribute 21%, taxpayers 21% to para. The employee pays 11%. My gosh, if you wanted to get, you know, give give teachers a raise, I mean, let's let's address that. So then I contacted the the school district and just got this number back. Matt, now you're you Roots Medical, you guys are you're uh, you know, entrepreneurs, you're small business with all of the benefits and para, it's 38% of payroll. Do you not think well, we need to address that before we start taxing people more? Well, well, excuse me. That number only grows larger, too. When does it suffocate you and you, you, you scream mercy, you scream stuck? You know, the biggest the, – the, I'm so glad you mentioned that thing about rent. And you know exactly what's going on with, with rates right now. And I don't think most people – I'm a big stock guy, so I'm sitting here in disbelief looking at a market that's actually – suggesting it can go higher in the face of these rates. But one person, one group of people that is going to get just whacked out of their minds is the renter. 
because the four, five, six, seven hundred thousand dollar house right now at these rates, seven, eight, nine percent, forget it. There's no buyers left. You can't handle that. The truth is, is that rent's going to be uh, only going to continue to consume a higher and higher percentage of people's total income. That's a fact. It only is growing. Renters don't get a deduct interest and all that stuff. So they're actually, they don't think so. They're paying out the nose for this stuff. Most liberals, most teachers, most people that are voting for this stuff, okay with this, they couldn't afford to live in a liberal society if they tried. Um, They don't have the money. That's the scream for millennials. The the jobs that people are getting and taking, these are not, um, you can be able to work with the company for 50 years and have a great pension. These are the gig economies. And guess what? Working from home in a mask virtually it's not something that encourages an employer to want to promote you, give you raises, give you benefits, give you perks. That's the robot society. We just got it, and it's too expensive for most people to live in. So you simply must say the spending's out of control. We're barely eating. Hold those to account. You're going to do that today, November the 8th, folks. Well, and and the cost of living has is, is gone up. And uh, as Milton Friedman said, I think it's Milton Friedman, that, that inflation is not an act of God or a, a c- catastrophe. It, it, is a gov- it is public policy. It's government policy. And that is what has caused this inflation is government policy. And to your point, we need to make a change today. Uh, we've got maybe about um, three and a half minutes left. Matt, uh, other thoughts you wanted to share with our listeners? Yes, I do. Um, we've talked about the, the full-blown rejection. We've talked about the full-blown rejection of government medicine, government mandates. How about this? How about sit back in a second and, and go back? Like We're going to look at the show today. And today, I just want everybody on the show, I just want us all to be together. I want us supporting each other, lifting each other up. We will deal with their 2,000 mules tomorrow, Thursday, if need be. But what we said is this, vote like Jesus Christ himself is sitting in every poll room, watching every vote. Trust that, get out there. But what I will say today is a rejection of all that stuff. Have the decency to say we're rejecting being lied to, gaslit daily. It's happening daily. The crime's not a problem, but yet our eyes see it. Reject that and hold that to account. The vaccine's not working. It's killing me, killing people. But yet we have experts telling us it's safe and effective. Reject that lie, folks, because they're everywhere. And when you start to strip this thing down, I cannot find truth in the Biden administration or or local Democrat municipalities. I cannot find what's in it for the people policies. If you're a foreigner, great policy. But for our own people... Back and say, hey, um, I don't think you have my best interest in mind. Your priorities no longer match my priorities, so you're out. Don't forget, these are public slaves, servants. You're their boss. They betray you, they're out of there. That's okay. This is not like uh, we're family here. They are elected to perform these tasks based on your will. And when they defy your will and they say, no, we're going a different direction, you're the boss. Let them go. Get them out of there today. There is no exceptions when it comes to our kids, education, health care, crime. We're not making considerations in those areas. And vote like that today, folks. Well, and the other thing, Matt Dark, is uh, I have seen Republicans that have reached so far across the aisle that they are standing on the other side of the aisle. And we will address that beginning tomorrow. 
but today uh, we need to um, uh, vote Republican. And then tomorrow we start day one on keeping them accountable. I am tired of uh, Republicans uh, saying one thing and doing a different thing. And uh, so that is going to start well, that's why day Tim, one. The Trump, the Trump candidate, the America first candidate, that is why they have been so successful getting to this point and why they will be successful that day. Because when you are an America first God and country candidate, guess what? People like that. And they will go the extra mile. Heidi Ganahl, Heidi Ganahl excites the average Coloradan far more than Jared Polis. Don't be so lazy. Don't be so fearful to just go with the status quo. Do something that could make a change in your life. And you can do that today, right now, November the 8th. Absolutely. So, Matt Dark, uh, I'm sure you're going to be on fire for your show at 9 o'clock this morning as well. You're all revved up and ready to go, right? Yes, ma'am. I thank you so much. <laughs> Listeners, we thank you. Remember, RootsMedical.net, Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. God bless you. We love you. Go get them all day. Okay, and again, that's Roots Medical, R-O-O-T-S, Roots Medical, great sponsors of the show. Matt, I will see you a little bit later. Sounds great, Tim. Bye-bye. Okay, and our quote for today is from the Muppets, uh, from uh, Kermit the Frog, and I will explain why. Is because there was a headline from the Daily Wire. It says, uh, the National Park Service has said, don't lick the toads to get high. So I thought I'll go to Kermit the Frog, and he says, because I'm not giving up. I'm still here, and I'm staying. So, my friends, today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you. God bless America. Stay tuned for our number two. It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important story. That seems to me like government is establishing a religion. The latest in politics and world affairs. If you give people rights, women's rights, gay rights, whatever, there can't be equal rights if there's special rights. Today's current opinions and ideas. Surveys show that, that people still really prefer freedom versus force. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed. Let's have a conversation and welcome to the Kim Munson Show. Thank you so much for joining us. This is our number two. You're each treasured, valued. You have purpose. Today, strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. This is a historical day in America, uh, November 8th, 2022. This is the day that we we reclaim our country, Producer Steve. It's funny, I maybe walked in here a couple hours ago on the fence, but after last hour and talking with both Heidi Ganahl and Matt Dark, I'm no longer on the fence. On the fence regarding what? Well, you know, what's the outcome going to be, and am I a little bit, uh, oh, what's the word, uh, you know, uh, anxiety, I got a little anxiety going over the outcome. I'm not, I'm not there right now. <clears throat> So you're at peace with it. I am concerned about election manipulation. That oh, yeah. is what I'm concerned about. And we should have answers tonight. The longer it goes on for results, the more in favor that will be for Democrats. So, okay, uh, <laughs> the wonderful press secretary in the White House, she's under fire right now because she came out, whether on her own. Well, actually, it can't be on her own. She doesn't do anything on her own. 
but basically letting everyone know it could be a couple days before we find out the score here. What she should really, what she really meant is, it could be a couple of days before we get the outcome we want. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> clarity, yes. <laughs> there we go. That's right. We're searching for truth and clarity. That voice you heard is producer Steve. I get to work with a great team. That's producer Steve, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Jen, Echo, and all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. And it is a historical day, producer Steve. Um, I would suggest that you go to the website. There are people that are voting today. I did drop off my ballot and some of my friends. I'm not a mule. And I stayed within the the limit, and I'm referring to Dinesh D'Souza's movie, 2000, uh, yeah, 2,000 Mules, isn't it? That's what it is? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, but I think that there's going to, I think, um, I think there's going to be a lot of people voting today. If you need some help on those issues, you can go to my website, and uh, I have our voter's guide there on the statewide issues as well as some of the local issues. So be sure and check that out. Uh, you can sign up for our weekly email newsletter. Get first look at our upcoming guests and our uh, most recent essays. And uh, you can email me at kim at kimmunson.com. And thank you to all of you who support us. Uh, you, we're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And my friends, it's never compassionate. To take other people's stuff, and it could be by manipulating elections, uh, but it could also be a weapon policy, unpredictable and excessive taxation, fear, coercion, government-induced inflation, the World Economic Forum, Davos, globalist elites agenda, or the new 87,000 IRS agents uh, authorized in the Democrats' Economy Reduction Act. And when I say election manipulation, look no further than Colorado. Uh, this is not the gold standard here. This is the pyrite standard here because there's nothing that has been done to clean up these voter rolls under both Republicans and Democrats. Uh, and we've got mail-in ballots flying all over the state right now. And that uh, is um, uh, bodes a tremendous opportunity for manipulation. And we need to be electing people that are working towards Free, fair, honest, and transparent elections. And uh, so we're going to get to Karen Levine here in just a minute. Matt Dark had mentioned uh, these interest rates are making it difficult for people to buy homes, but that rents are going to continue to go up. I know Karen has been helping people get into homes. She's been busy with closings, and so that's awesome. So there has to be creativity in in the arena, and we'll talk with her about that in a moment. But I did want to, our, our quote for the day is from Kermit the Frog. And the reason I chose Kermit is because the Daily Wire reported that the National Park Service has warned, don't lick the toads to get high. And uh, so I thought I'd go to Kermit the Frog, and he said this. He said, if life were easy, it wouldn't be difficult. So on that vein, I think I'll ask Karen Levine what she thinks of Kermit the Frog's quote, if life were easy, it wouldn't be difficult. Karen Levine, welcome to the show. Well, good morning, Kim. That just makes me laugh. <laughs> that was my hope. <laughs> I mean, my morning's already been difficult, so I totally get it. <laughs> well, um, I'm not even going to ask. I, I, I'm not sure I should share this on air one time, but I'm going to share this. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, there was one time you called in, and I'm like, Gosh, the connection is not that great. It sounds like she's in a trash can or something. <laughs> Do you want to tell people what happened that day, Karen uh, I Living? Think it, I think it's best we keep that to ourselves. <laughs> okay, then I won't. I won't continue on. If you want to find out about that, uh, you can 
we'll just keep that to ourselves. Never mind. <laughs> okay. So, Karen Levine, yes. Matt Dark had mentioned we, and I was talking about these property tax increases. Renters don't get off scot free on this because that typically is reflected in higher and higher rents. Of course, with these affordable housing, you know that that terrible Prop One Two Three, trying to put people into. Uh, higher density um, housing and subsidizing housing, which means some people, you know, picking winners and losers. So uh, those that are not being subsidized are having to pay higher and higher rents. And those that are being subsidized, the taxpayers paying for those higher and higher rents. Um, So there's creativity, though, in, in the market. And with rents going up, if people can get into a house, they can start to create wealth for themselves, and there just has to be more, more creativity in the market, right? Correct. Correct. And, you know, we've seen many, many markets over the decades, and we've seen high prices and higher prices, and then during the recession, prices were really low, but nobody had jobs, and so they couldn't make a house payment. So there's always challenges in housing, but the one thing we do know is those who have the ability and the desire to be a homeowner will build wealth for their families over generations, and that is a proven fact. And so investing in real estate for your housing is the first place to start. Right, because um, if you're paying rent, the apartment owners are getting uh, wealthy, and you're not building any equity. So it's, it's challenging. I know people are concerned about a recession. Um, but you're, I, I know that you've had a number of closings and, and more coming up, which means that you're helping people buy and sell their homes, Karen. Correct. And it's, you know, it has had its challenges. But um, if people are willing to prepare their homes um, for the market and get it ready, Um, Good, clean, well-priced homes are selling because there are buyers in the marketplace um, that have the ability to buy, and they're looking to buy a good both home, residence, shelter, but investment. And so it's um, not all doom and gloom because we are creative and because people desire to be homeowners. Now, you're going to be heading off to the national meeting here soon, correct? I am, and I'm excited to hear what um, the National Association of Realtors lead economist, Chief Economist Lauren Yoon, is going to have to share with us. And um, he did not predict interest rates to be in the sevens, maybe approaching eights, when uh, he last chatted with us. So it'll be interesting to see what perspective he has. I I think it's been irresponsible of the Federal Reserve to do this because they artificially kept interest rates down low for quite some time. And we knew that rates were going to have to to go up. But then you have public policy that's created this inflation. They say they want to keep inflation under control. And uh, they they raised these rates so quickly that it uh, it was just, I think it was irresponsible, in my humble opinion, Karen. Well, and I think humbly you are correct when you look at the fact that it's, I'm guessing, been over a decade that we have earned anything on our savings accounts in banks, um, which is a reflection of Fed policy, and then to hold them down artificially in the twos and the threes for the period of time they did, um, which is what created the crazy appreciation in housing that Mm -hmm. we saw across the nation, because people understood 
that money was very, very inexpensive. And so if housing prices went up, they still had the the ability to buy. But with these, uh, and let's just quickly talk about the reassessment that's going to be coming down the pike here, particularly for the metro, uh, in the metro market. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Douglas County, I am recommending a no vote on the two uh, Douglas County School District questions, as well as a no vote on the Douglas County broadband, uh, government-owned broadband. Um, they're, they're out of their, their lane. That's not something they're supposed to do. And also a no on the open space tax, which actually, uh, somebody said, call it what it really is, government-owned land. Mm -hmm. And uh, so people are going to be surprised because this next reassessment will be, their values will be at the top of the market, which uh, it's exciting if you're going to sell your house to have that appreciation. But when you're being taxed on it, it's not so great. Correct. And what the um, property owners need to understand is the data that they use Um, is an 18-month period of time, and during that 18 months, they will make time assessments, but we hit the top of the market during that period of time. So people are going to see assessed values at their peak, and then in most cases, are the counties, cities, et cetera, going to reduce the mill levies that they charge our citizens? Probably not, which means there will be an inflow of revenue to our government. True that, and uh, that's uh, one of the reasons why I'm opposed to this mill levy override in Douglas County is because of this big tax, uh, property tax hike that's coming down the, down the, um, on the horizon, and then also there's no sunset on this uh, $60 million mill levy override as well. Karen Levine, um, Prop 123, do you want to say anything about that? Well, if you haven't voted, um, I would encourage you a no vote on that for all the reasons Kim has mentioned It sounds like a very feel-good, the right thing to do type of proposition. But when you look down the road, which is what policymakers forget to do, is to look at the long-term ramifications, is the middle class will be unable to be homeowners because the pressure will be put on them through taxation and rising costs and prices. Yes, and so we'll talk more about that probably after we find out what what, uh, transpired on that. Encouraged today, Karen Levine? What's your crystal ball say? Um, I'm very encouraged because um, I have the opportunity to help people uh, with their real estate dreams of being homeowners or investing in real estate and helping them make moves to be closer to family or jobs. And it's a great career that I have enjoyed for We'll just say several decades and continue to do so. (laughs) Most definitely. Karen Levine, how can people reach you to buy or sell their home or a new build? How can they reach you? They can reach me at 303-877-7516. That's Karen Levine with REMAX Alliance, 303-877-7516. And Karen, you and Lauren, I think, are going to be in studio next week. Sounds good, Kim. We'll see you then. Okay. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. And we're going to go to break. When we come back, Trent Luce is an expert on things happening in rural America. And rural America is what feeds us. Rural America is what uh, drills for abundant, reliable, efficient, and uh, affordable energy. And uh, so I wanted to see what he has to say on this election day. We'll be right back. Three Points Financial is a fiduciary financial planning company focused on helping individuals and families. 
Mary Alpers and Steve Cruz at Three Points Financial specialize in investment strategies, tax planning and preparation, and retirement planning with no product sales or commissions. Tax laws have changed and will continue to change. Inflation is real. Three Points Financial helps you maneuver through these changes to achieve your financial success. For clarity and a solid, relevant financial and investment plan while working with a company that puts your interests at the forefront, schedule a no-obligation initial consultation at threepointsfinancial.com. That's threepointsfinancial.com. No matter how you define it, inflation is out of control. Increasing prices at the gas pump and grocery stores are hurting everyday people. All these challenges we face are preventable. Individuals must understand what is going on and who is responsible. That is why Kim Munson is bringing truth and clarity to the issues facing our families, our communities, our state, and our country. Now more than ever, it's important to support Kim's independent voice. She has the courage to research and inform you about the real issues. It's not easy, and Kim could use your help. Go to KimMunson.com to contribute. Again, help Kim by contributing at KimMunson.com. That's M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at Kim dot com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. Uh, thrilled to have on the line with me, Trent Luce. He is an expert regarding what happens in rural America. And rural America feeds us. Rural America provides abundant, reliable, efficient, and affordable energy. Uh, rural America has been under assault, and um, and we're starting to see that play out with higher prices and a whole variety of things. So, so Trent Luce, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kim. It's good to be with you again. Great to have you. And people can find you at BEKTV, correct? Correct. And uh, is it Loose Tales Media? Is that, do I have that Loose, right? Loose Tales Loose Tales Media. Just make sure. I always remind people, spell loose tails right. You'll be in trouble. And that's L-O-O-S-T-A-I-L-S. So loose tails. No, no that's the loose tails that'll get you in trouble. That is? E-L-E-S. Oh, excuse me. That's right. That Freudian slip there. Sorry, Trent. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how far you want to go down that. I don't want to. Never mind. Very appropriate. (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, We're a family show, so Uh, let's uh, continue on, Trent. Loose. It's election day. What's your thoughts about election day? Well, I'm very anxious to see the outcome. I actually just completed a trip down to uh, Eagle Pass. I was at the border where the illegals were coming across on Saturday. And the reason we went there is the, I'm part of the All-American Beef Battalion, and we fed uh, the, uh, the Texas National Guard at the border a ribeye, a full meal, actually, some phenomenal potatoes, corn, uh, um, ice cream. My favorite meal. That was was, was the ribeye. The ribeye was cooked to perfection. Mike Arnold does a fabulous job. And I I walked you down that path because I I was able to drive 16 hours plus each way. And and I I don't get on an interstate and just run. I like to go through two-lane roads and just kind of get a feel what's going on in the community. And there's a lot of people that are very anxious and, and obviously concerned. And the most intriguing thing about this week 
in my mind, is that we know the infrastructure for our energy production. I was glad you emphasized energy so well at the beginning. It's critical. It's it's under attack. And as people are uncertain about where their next gallon of gas or diesel fuel is going to come from or what it's going to cost, we have a guy who supposedly occupies the White House talking about we're going to eliminate fossil fuel, period. We're going to shut down these coal plants. We're not going to drill for any more oil. How can that just fly and do anything but fly in the face of the very people who are trying to have access to the resources that we have? We have an abundance of these resources. We simply need government to get out of the way to continue to make it happen. So you have a complete disconnect in the executive branch today from what the real America is dealing with. And so it's going to be vastly interesting to see how that all plays out. Well, and he just within the last this last weekend said that he was going to stop drilling. And we can't be surprised with what has occurred here. They've told us what they're going to do. And uh, well, but then sometimes they try to they also don't tell us what they're they're going to do, but but they have he said he wants to shut shut down drilling. And if he does, our way of life, this, you know, get a get another blanket if you're up in the the northeast because heating oil is going to be so expensive. Or did you see this just um, this last weekend? It was uh, let's see, it was oh now I can't remember his name. I had it right here. Let me get it. Uh, the uh, Democrat from New York. Uh, uh, let's see, Sean Patrick Maloney, where he said that he suggested people eat Chef Boyardee if uh, their um, fuel costs are going up so significantly. It's the equivalent of a let them eat cake, Trent. No, I did not see that, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, in the, that statement, which you mentioned, that Biden said he's going to stop drilling, I actually saw a clip of that. He, he got into an argument with a person in the audience. I mean, how... Who does that? And, and secondly, he, that was when he talked about shutting down coal and energy drilling across the board. Just take a look at Colorado. You go to Steamboat today, and people love to go to Steamboat, but you go in that region, there are so many abandoned coal mines that contribute to our our basis of generating electricity. And if you look at the global perspective, 82% of the global electricity is generated from either natural gas or coal, 82%. 1.8% comes from solar and wind, and yet we have subsidy dollars going into solar and wind. That was the, the very demoralizing thing that I witnessed driving to Texas this week is just the continued expansion of this highly subsidized, dependent wind energy scenario. Then you put on top of that, the whole new thing, which I didn't have a full grasp on until this trip, the crypto mining and how energy dependent that is. In fact, it's so energy dependent, energy dependent on electricity that China in 2021 said no crypto mining in China. It takes too much energy. And this is a country that just added nine new coal-fired power plants. So they said no crypto mining in the United or in China because it takes too much energy to make it work. The so now what crypto is crypto mining? mining? I was in. So what's crypto mining? Probably China, huh? China, exactly. So, but what is crypto mining exactly, Trent? Crypto mining, I had to go, I went to uh, Ulysses, Kansas, not that far from you, actually, mm-hmm. to see this for myself. And there's a small, I've got a picture, there's a small little 
place where there's five, what I would compare them to, uh, shipping containers that are each one full of com- computers. And the reason I went there is that someone who was in the know said, Trent, you need to come and look at this because they're crypto mining here and their electric bill is $600,000 a month. I'm like, what? I don't even understand what that is, what that does. Well, they're massive computers and they pull that much electricity to run and it is the, the impetus behind the whole Bitcoin infrastructure and so it's the movement to take us away from the United States dollar and the yen and, and the British pound and have one currency to have one way to pay for all of this digital currency. And what they're doing is they're getting a subsidy to come in and build these in conjunction with the wind project. But the ones I saw weren't even getting sourced from wind. They're getting sourced from electricity from the power grid. One transaction, Kim, one online transaction in this cryptocurrency world requires 1739 kilowatt hours of electricity that is equivalent to the average household for two months worth of electricity for one transaction the reason china banned them they could not generate enough electricity to do what's needed to be done they're coming to the united states wyoming is the number one state for crypto mining texas is trying to catch up north dakota's not is, is right behind them. Now, in those places, they're attempting to use the flared gas to fuel these crypto mining operations, which I never understood why we wasted that energy to begin with. But now I'm greatly concerned about what is going to happen with the massive draw of electricity through these crypto mining operations. And last year, Texas approved 42 of them. Wow, this is kind of the first time I've heard anything about that. I'm going to have to think about that. Hey, Trent, before we go to break, um, I heard on one of the other uh, KLZ shows, I think it was Franktown Firearms, they had mentioned something about all this stuff that we recycle. And we, my understanding is we had sent it to China. China doesn't want it anymore. And she said, why don't we start to harness the energy from that, to burn all this stuff, this recyclable stuff, harness the energy to help uh, heat our homes. And I thought, well, that's kind of a creative idea. What, what's your thoughts about that? My friend Kim Bremer, just, she's from Wisconsin. She's a dairy nutritionist and today doing great work working with dairymen. She just returned home from the Netherlands where they have that 100% concept and in the middle of, a t- of the town, I don't remember the name of the town to be exact, um, but anyway, they have this great big, it's like a ski slope, and people bring their families there to ski, but you know what it actually is? It's actually an incinerator where the trash ends up, and they do what you just described, in a place that has zero environmental impact, has a tremendous feel because families are bringing, them so- they're bringing their to kids to this little ski slope in the middle of town, is actually converting their trash into electricity. We have been wasting far too much energy for far too long. That's the good news and where we're at today, Kim, is that these wake-up calls are coming left and right, and we will respond and turn it around. Well, and it's the creativity and innovation of the American mind, well, of, of the, the human mind, but the American mind, unleash creativity and innovation in America and the sky is the limit on what can occur. So I'm talking with Trent Luce, and uh, you can find him at BEKTV, as well as Loose Tales Media. That's L-O-O-S-T-A-I-L-S media.com, correct? I think you said T-L-I. 
P-A-L-E-S. I said it wrong again. You did. <laughs> Gosh. Third gonna... time's a charm. <laughs> Loose Tales. Let's try it one more time. L-O-O-S-T-A-L-E-S media.com. Bingo. You okay. Third time. That's <laughs> T-A-L-E-S. I cannot believe it. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll talk with Trent, uh, Trent Loose. Stay tuned. Inflation is rocking our boats, especially for individuals on fixed incomes. If you are 62 years or older, mortgage specialist with Polygon Financial Group, Lauren Levy, can help you navigate this inflation squeeze with a reverse mortgage. Additionally, if you are considering buying a new home, refinancing your existing home, or consolidating high interest debt, it's not too late to lock in an interest rate before interest rates increase again. Don't wait. Kim Munson recommends you call Lauren Levy today at 303-880-8881 for a no-cost consultation. That's Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as the priority, and Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all of the benefits that come with a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. Myra Mesco doesn't believe in fairy dusting formulas. That's why her skincare company, Botanical Rush, only formulates with powerful potencies for visible results guaranteed. Your skin is like a sponge, and it easily absorbs nutrients as well as chemical toxins. So picking the right product for everyday use is crucial to your skin's health. The all-natural, professional skincare products at Botanical Rush are free from synthetic dyes, estrogen mimickers, petrochemicals, manufactured fragrances, and parabens. Your skin care sets the tone of the day. So begin with clean formulas that are kind to your body. Myra and her team believe in using empowering nutrients at professional strength to support the skin's radiance at fair, affordable prices. Start your day with a fresh face and honest formulas from Botanical Rush. Set up a consultation with Myra Mesco to discuss your skincare needs. Email her at info at botanicalrush.com to schedule an appointment today and use the exclusive Kim Monson discount at botanicalrush.com, code KIM15 for a 15% discount on first-time orders. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there, and you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. Trent Luce is going to stay on the line for the last segment uh, for our call-ins, and that's 303-477-5600. You can find Trent Luce at B-E-K-T-V, as well as LooseTalesMedia.com. That's L-O-O-S-T-A-L-E-S, like a story, media.com. I said uh, offline, uh, what a dingling that I couldn't get that right, Trent. But I think I've got it finally in my mind correctly. 
Actually, I think you were doing it on purpose just to get everybody's attention, and you did wonderful. That's how well you did. <laughs> well, that's Kudo. true. And I actually have found out when, when you have to clarify something, sometimes that actually does help people remember things a little bit better. So that's, uh, that's what we that, – there was a strategy to that, Trent Luce. Yeah, I think, I think you're magnificent. Charge on. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's uh, make it a little serious. These reports that we have, what, 27, 25 days of uh, diesel fuel supply is, it's total, it's not incompetence, it's by design. But that would shut down our country, Trent. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure everybody understands what they're saying. And uh, I was actually at a a plant this week, McPherson, Kansas, one of the refineries that's still operating when they say there's a 25-day supply that's a rolling average we the country does not want to be below 42 and if you look at the graph you'll you'll see 40 has been our low when we got to 40 anytime previously we would do things to ramp up production we'd get out of the way and keep that 40-day average so that does not mean that in 25 days we're going to run out of fuel. What that means is that we only have an inventory that will last us 25 days, which we continue to refine it every single day. And I, I think a lot of this is a mind game, Kim, because every time major media talks about we only have 25 days of fuel, of diesel fuel left, they don't say gasoline. They don't say propane. What they say is we only have 25 days of diesel fuel left. Okay, we first refine crude oil into diesel. That's the primary product that's available. And then we further refine that into gasoline and sort off petroleum and, or excuse me, propane and other gas items. If you have a 25-day average of diesel, you have a 25-day average of all fuels. Wow. And they seem to be really working at just pointing fingers at diesel. And so in my trip this week, I noticed that when I go to Texas, diesel continues to be $5 plus. Right. But they have gas down in places to $3.15. And I'm, I just, I'm like, why is that? Well, m- most people use gas, and they push the gas price close to $5, and now they bring it back to $3.14 before November the 8th, 2022. That's a mind game that I think we're dealing with at this very moment. Well, and uh, Lauren Fix, the car coach, is on regularly. She'll be on next week. But last time she was on, she she feels that gas prices, she said gas prices will get as high as $10 a gallon if these policies continue. Uh, that takes my breath away, Trent. I think you should ask her further to explain, because when we get to $10 a gallon, I'm not disagreeing with her, but when and if we get to $10 a gallon, it will become a, an issue of availability. Will you be able to access that fuel? You cannot sell off our strategic reserve as we have without having some challenges. You can't continue to cripple the infrastructure. And I, speaking of coal, I did not research this overnight, but I think I saw yesterday where a coal-fired power plant in Minnesota caught on fire. We just continue to have these sporadic fires that catch on very significant infrastructure facilities. That cannot be a coincidence. It is extremely curious, and I haven't looked at it for a while. Uh, last, One of the last times we talked, we'd seen all these 
fires happening or, or destruction happening at food uh, production plants or food uh, producer plants. Has that mm-hmm. continued on, Trent? It has continued on, but it seems like in the last 30 days there's been more damage at uh, energy infrastructure, such as this coal plant. And, and I, I do a lot with coal because I, I just I see it as a reliable uh, source of energy that's there no matter what the weather conditions are. And, in fact, just about 40 days ago, I was in a coal field in North Dakota at Oliver County Center, North Dakota. It's truly amazing what the technology has allowed these coal companies to do in terms of reclaiming coal. That coal is about 10 feet deep in the earth. And what they want to do is they want to get down to that coal seam, and if that coal seam has uh, 10 feet of coal for every foot that they are deep, they feel like that it was a very worthwhile experience. But then what is most impressive is the reclamation process. When that's done, they go back and turn most of these are pastures in North Dakota. They turn these back into the most lush, amazing pasture. And, And for people that have this angst against coal they've obviously never seen it up close and personal because this is actually alarming since 1995 and you can find these numbers on the department of energy website this is not coming from some coal sponsor group this is department of energy since 1995 coal refineries have reduced the co2 in their atmosphere in the atmosphere in terms of release by 27 percent nitrous oxide by 87 percent and sulfur oxide by 92%. That's what the scrubbers are doing in these modern coal-fired power plants. You know what the problem with that is, Kim? We now have farmers, for the first time in the history of them farming, who are being asked to put sulfur in their fertilizer mixes because there's not enough sulfur in the ground to feed the plants properly. We are removing so many of these essential elements from the atmosphere that it's taking a toll in soil health. That's what's happening with CO2 and why we all need to put our foot down and say, no, these elements are part of nature. You're trying to disrupt nature. Well, and CO2 is plant food. (laughs) I can't believe how they demonize it, Um, but it is plant food. It is pure and simple plant food. I got to tell you, I was spoke in Missouri two weeks ago, right on the banks of Missouri River, and I brought up the CO2 pipelines, and there was this kid. He turned out to be 14 years old. He's an eighth-grade grader, and I said, does anybody know what uh, what CO2 really is? And this kid raised his hand, and I said, I could tell he had something he really wanted to share. He said, it's a primary ingredient in photosynthesis, photosynthesis, (laughs) and if plants do not take that CO2 and convert it into oxygen, we're in trouble. I'm like, Oh my goodness, I was over with the microphone. I ended up interviewing him, putting him on my own loose tails program. And then I said to this young man, I said, I'm guessing you don't go to a public school, do you? <laughs> no, sir, I go to a local private school. Here's this 14-year-old young man That's amazing. that understands more and said in one sentence more about science than our policymakers want us to understand. But, Trent, it's about control. 
that's so they stifle down creativity and innovation. But I want to make a point. You, you just mentioned that there was this uh, coal-fired plant up in Minnesota that was caught on fire, which damaged it, which probably has taken it offline for just a little bit. But public policy is doing the same thing. We've got out here in Cal- or, um, oh Freudian slip, Colorado, uh, and we got out here in Colorado. Excel and the Polish administration and uh, you know big business they and big government like each other. And basically, they are working together to close down our clean-burning, coal-fired plants here in Colorado that provide affordable, reliable, efficient, and abundant energy. And so you, you were concerned about uh, a fire up in Minnesota, but the same thing is happening except through public policy, Trent. No, you're absolutely right. But if Governor Polis, who will get beat today, if he actually starts talking about renaming Colorado the new California, we'll know that he, all, he was listening to the program that came because of your Freudian slip. <laughs> uh, definitely. Let's, uh, we, we've got time for one more uh, thought, and then we're gonna, going to go to break, and then we want to hear from you. Uh, Trent, do you feel incur- – I, I really feel if we have, rely- if we have um, trustworthy elections – uh, free, fair, honest, and transparent elections, I think that we really will see a red wave. And I know that there's going to be some rhinos that will be elected, and we need to then hold them uh, accountable. But um, do you feel encouraged regarding today? I feel, uh, no, I'm actually, I'm very concerned about how the day is going to transpire. Yeah, I am as well. I think that that's a, a reasonable uh, comment on that. So, Trent Luce, we're going to go to break, uh, and when we come back, we want to hear from you, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. But before we do that, uh, this Friday is Veterans Day. It's a great day to stop and reflect about our veterans, those that have put on the uniform to protect our country, to protect our freedom. And uh, a great way that you could honor them is to make a contribution to the USMC Memorial Foundation. They are raising money for the Marine Memorial Remodel out at 6th and Colfax. And you can do that by going to usmcmemorialfoundation.org. That's usmcmemorialfoundation.org. And we do want to hear from you. We covered a, a whole lot. We had Heidi Ganahl on uh, earlier in the, the first hour. Of course, Matt Dark and Trent Luz, lots going on. We want to hear from you, 303-477-5600. 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. The Metro home ownership real estate market is very tight right now. That's why Kim Munson recommends you have seasoned Remax realtor Karen Levine on your side of the table. Karen Levine will help you navigate through the many details of your home buying experience so that you can successfully pursue your American dream. Because Karen Levine cares about property rights for each individual, she volunteers hundreds of hours to represent home ownership opportunities at the local, county, state, and national levels. If you are considering buying or selling your home, call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516. Again, that's 303-877-7516. The ability to protect and defend yourself is your right. Having the knowledge and skills to protect yourself the correct and safe way is essential. At Franktown Firearms, they will equip you with both the tools and the skills. The team at Franktown wants you to learn how to build your confidence and improve your skills with the help of their trained experts. They will take the time to make sure you choose the right gun for you and teach you the necessary skills to carry it safely and securely. 
This holiday season, consider giving your loved one a firearm training course at Franktown Firearms. They offer one-on-one training or group classes, depending on your comfort level and skill. You will find they are fully stocked with guns and ammunition at or below MSRP. You can be assured that you are providing a gift that will truly keep on giving and let your loved ones exercise their freedoms and rights safely and confidently. Visit klzradio.com slash franktown today to give the gift of freedom. That's klzradio.com slash franktown. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well. Uh, Trent Luce is on the line. He's agreed to stay on during our calls. And uh, you can find him at B-E-K-T-V and LooseTalesMedia dot com. Uh, first caller is Doug and Frederick. Doug and Frederick, what's on your radar? Oh, my God. I couldn't even begin to explain everything on my radar right now. Uh, I hope and pray that these, ele- that these uh, elections are legitimate, and uh, if it is, it'll be a tsunami. It's unbelievable what's happening in our country. It's beyond me. It, it, that 14-year-old, like you say, he knows more and understands the environment more than 90% of the people out there. And I, w- I want to ask Trent and, and, and yourself, and thank you, uh, is it Karen Munson, right? Kim Munson. Kim Munson, yeah. Kim Munson. Thank you so much for everything. You, you're, you're a voice of freedom. I, 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 I listen to you a lot, and uh, I just want to thank you. And where can I go? What website? And I'm, I've stopped my car now as I'm driving to work. I'm going to write this down so if you can repeat that, uh, the, the uh, places where I can go and find Trent's work. I would love that. And, Trent, there's a guy, by I forget his name, a young man that talks about the oil. And I want to say this about oil products. Everything that goes into this, it's not just driving to and from work and how you're going to get there and not just heating your home. It's our clothing. It's our food. It's the plastics. Oil goes into thousands of products. Do people realize what would happen if you closed it all down? My God, this would be a nightmare. And you talk about uh, crime. The crime would go through the roof because people would be desperate. I don't understand what I do understand what's happening. They're trying to undermine our national sovereignty. This all ties into that. COVID did too. Then they print trillions of dollars and they raise the interest rates on people uh, to where they can't even afford a home. Your last guest was tied into this too because this is ridiculous. It's as if they want to price people out of the market. Anyway, I know I said a ton, but I, I appreciate both of you so much. Okay, well, Doug and Frederick, yes, you pre- <laughs> that was a, a lot of information there. And Trent Luce, uh, again, how can people find you? Probably the simplest thing, Kim and Doug, thanks for the call and the kind words and keep charging on. Just if you go to your favorite search engine, search Trent Loose, L-O-O-S, you'll find more information than you ever wanted to know. My website itself is loosetalesmedia.com, or I do two TV programs every day on Beck.TV, and that's B-E-K dot news or dot TV, either one. Okay. Um, but, but, you know, I just want to say that Doug's spot on, and we just need to, every one of us, grab a hold of this information that he shared and share it with our friends and our family. I mean, we often talk about the disconnect in that capital in Denver, but the truth of the matter is we find the same disconnect within our own families, and the best conversations we can have is at the kitchen table. 
Well, and that's why we do the show. That's why you do the work that you do, Trent, is to help all of you get your brain around these issues. And Doug did a very good job uh, explaining what, you know, what is happening here. And regarding CO2, I just want to mention my friend uh, Walt Johnson, it's been on his heart to do a documentary regarding uh, CO2, candid, it's probably going to be called Candid Climate Conversations. And we did the filming of on that in mid-October, and uh, there, it's in the editing phase right now. But this, will, this is the first documentary I've been involved in, but uh, Walt has um, been on his heart to do that. So that's going to be coming out very, very soon. Uh, Johnny in Denver, uh, it is Election Day. You're running for State House. What's on your radar? Yeah. I'm in it to win it, and uh, I was just thinking, like, with 85% of the the news being negative against uh, Republicans, I, I think now we're we're we've climbed up the hill, we're on level ground, and and now it's just a, a matter of just going going straight forward and 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 uh, just not giving up the, the faith. But what I want to say about um, this this oil thing. All weekend, from Friday to Sunday, that the the biggest liar of liars of Biden, who got uh, 100% Pinocchios, has been out there bashing oil, saying we're going to close down coal mines, and then the, these blind followers of his are just cheering him on, not realizing that <laughs> they're cheering on <laughs> their own demise. Kind of, yeah. And so it's just a matter of just each one, each one. And I have Democratic friends, and I have to be patient and take a deep breath as I talk to them and, and, and try to, you know, guide them into the light because uh, the darkness is, is really deep. But uh, I just keep the faith, and, um, and uh, I just uh, appreciate your guests right here uh, really, like, putting it forth. And hopefully our school systems will uplift our kids and, and, and we'll start being um, educated in the public schools rather than um, submerged in propaganda. Absolutely. And Johnny, thank you to you and your family for you stepping forward to run for State House. Greatly appreciate that and wish you all kinds of luck today. All right. God bless. Thank you. God bless you, too. You, and uh, Bill in North Glen, what's on your, on your radar? Uh, one thing that was brought up earlier uh, with these property tax increases, the counties are now going to get a huge amount of revenue. And we got to remember that uh, several years ago, the big trend was, oh, let's de-bruce the counties, because the counties know how to spend the money the best. So we've uh, basically untabored all that money for all these metro counties. I'll use Adams County as an example here. They built some big lavish of pet uh, adoption facility. I mean, multiple millions of dollars. This is, now you've lost complete control of spending at the county level, especially when they're run by these liberal Democrats. So, Trent, what Bill is referring to is TABOR, which is Colorado's Taxpayers' Bill of Rights, an amendment to the Constitution that uh, basically says if you're going to raise taxes, uh, you have to ask the taxpayers, you have to ask the voters. If you're going to incur debt that we have to pay off, you have to ask the taxpayers. And what Bill's referring to is if government grows, if government revenue grows above a very um, 
uh, generous formula of uh, inflation plus population growth, then that money needs to be returned back to the the taxpayers. And uh, we've seen, and what Bill's referring to as detapering or debrucing, and I, it was very sneaky and different. Uh, ballot questions uh, that that was in there, and people didn't even realize that they were voting for that. And to your point, Bill, um, the first time I saw it was South Suburban Parks and Recreation, and you'll see Title 10, the Roman numeral 10, and that means they're trying to take your tax revenues or, or your tax um, re- refund uh, on that uh, formula forever. And that is on the ballot in Jefferson County, so vote no on that in Jefferson County. And then, Bill, what we need to do is we need to start electing people that will put back in place this, this, uh, these guardrails of Tabor. Uh, so I thank you, Bill, and North Glen. Okay. Trent, do you uh, any comments on that? We have another caller, Sandra and Loveland. Any quick comment on that, Trent? Uh, I just do want to comment on that. There's a pet tie-in to every bit of this. And the reason these uh, humane, local humane shelters continue to get money and subsidies is that there's a direct tie to the illegal migration happening at the border. And we don't have time because I want to get to a caller. But Thomas Sewell, who's a great American, still alive today, I believe he's 88, he said, and this is in the Protect the Harvest email newsletter this week, inflation is a quiet but effective way for government to transfer resources from the people to itself. Without raising taxes, governments have stolen their people's resources this way, not just for centuries, but for thousands of years. He's spot on. That's Thomas Sowell for sure. Uh, I think we have Sandra in Loveland. Uh, is that right, Steve? Sandra in Loveland? Okay, Sandra. Good morning. Good morning, Kim, and thank you, Trent. Um, we live on this planet, and especially here in Colorado, United States of America, with abundance of water coal, oil. I mean, we've we've got it all here. I'm a Colorado native. I fly a lot around these uh, beautiful western mountains. I see these huge coal seams. My daddy was a coal miner, and my brother is still a coal miner out on the western slope. And I need to know, Trent, if there's, there's a way that all of us can pull together as, um, as a state and get some folks on board to get these to get these um, these coal mines, keep them open, and keep um, Colorado moving. Thank you, Trent. There, there is one way, and I am I'm signing up right now to help be a part of that. And that is a groundswell support, and people at every turn just talk about how important this resource is, how efficient it is to convert that coal into electricity. And it just, it comes back to numbers. We, the people, must regain the power and drive this ship. Absolutely. And uh, Steve, are we going to try to get one more caller in? And Sandra in Loveland, thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Kim. Are we, no caller? Okay. Uh, with that, again, we have great callers. Uh, and we, the people, we must, we must reclaim our country. We have a minute left. Trent Luce, thank you so much for staying on for callers. Your final thought. My, my final thought is it comes back to George Washington, our founding fathers. They were willing to take a stand. They were willing to risk it all. And it was about we the people then. It's about we the people now. And we still have that opportunity thanks to millions of men and women who've said, I want to be a part of risking my life to protect the freedom for future generations. 
it's now our turn. What are you going to do to be a part of the solution? Absolutely. We've been given this great gift of the American idea of freedom, and it is on the ropes right now. And we can reclaim that today with these elections, and we must work to have free, fair, honest, and transparent elections. And if we do, I am convinced that we, the people, will prevail and we will reclaim our country. So, Trent Luce, thank you so much. It's always great to have you on the show. My pleasure. See you soon. See you soon. And our quote for today, and again, uh, I had gone to this uh, Kermit the Frog because of this headline that uh, the National Park Service said uh, that they're warning people don't lick the toads to get high. And so I thought, well, let's go to Kermit the Frog and see what he has to say. And he says this. He says, because I'm not giving up, I'm still here and I'm staying. And that's what we the people are saying as well. So my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, if honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you and God bless America.